The following is another Class Kids Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Fisher got a finger on it and comes away with the loose basketball. Trying to lob it into Fisher. Got a finger on it, saves it over to Nichols, pulls up from 13 and all that. Katie Nichols with her first bucket and back-to-back buckets gives Pleasanton their largest lead. Tonight, it's the girls' quarterfinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament in Pleasanton. High school basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Class Kids Sports Club. Wilcox held with the basketball, working against that zone trap, still in the backcourt. Quad hammer now, brings it across the center circle, over to Brooke, back out to Abby with nine. Bounce pass inside, gets it to Marsh. Marsh trying to get a shot away, has to kick it out. They don't know how much time's left. Quad hammer just tosses it up and in! Game one features the fourth seed Wilcox Hildreth battling the fifth seed Axtell Wildcats. Game two features the top seed Pleasanton Bulldogs versus their rival, the Amherst Broncos. It's the girls' quarterfinals of the Fort Carney Conference Tournament coming up next. But first, the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Pleasanton with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening, everyone, from Pleasanton. It is time for the 2018 Fort Kearney Conference Tournament here on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. All of the quarterfinal games tonight and tomorrow, girls tonight, boys tomorrow, will be heard either here on Classic Hits or on ESPN 1460 AM. Also online, PlatteRiverPreps.com. And here's what we've got going for you tonight. Our first game up here on the uh, girls' side will be uh, pitting the 4-5 and five seed Wilcox Hildreth Lady Falcons and the Axtell Lady Wildcats, 10-7, and 10-8. and eight. Ten days ago, Axtell beat Wilcox Hildreth 36-29. to 29. And then the following game, we'll have Pleasanton taking on Amherst. On ESPN 1460, Randy Bushcutter's over in Overton where Elm Creek and Loomis are just about ready to tip it off. And then Overton will be taking on Elwood in game number two. Then tomorrow night we have the boys' quarterfinals for you. Here on Classic Hits 98.9, we will be at Loomis as Overton and Pleasanton's boys will play at 6 o'clock. And then the Loomis and Axtell boys will play at 745 here on Classic Hits. The games on ESPN 1460 AM tomorrow night will be in Wilcox as Amherst and Elm Creek will play at 6. And Wilcox, Hildreth, and Elwood will play at 745. We will have the semifinals Thursday and Friday and all four games Saturday from the Vieira Events Center in Kearney on ESPN 1460 and 1550, while here on Classic Hits 98.9, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, it's the semifinals and finals of the Lou Platt Conference Basketball Tournament at Centura. The play-in games are tonight in the Lou Platt, where the Central City girls are at St. Paul, and the Gibbon boys are at Wood River. Also, the Twin Valley Conference girls' quarterfinals are tonight being played at Kennes- uh, being played at uh, Red Cloud and at Blue Hill. And then for the Southern Nebraska Conference Tournament, they have their play-in games tonight as well. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take a look at the starting lineups for the Falcons and the Wildcats right after this. 
Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Now the starting lineups for tonight's girls quarterfinal game in the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the fifth seed, Lady Wildcats of Axtell. Number one is a five-foot-three-inch sophomore. That is Kaylee Trampy. Number three, five-foot-four-inch senior is Paige Kirby. Number 22, 5'6'' senior is Emmy Nickel. Number 23, 5'10'' junior, Camille Fischel. And number 32, a 5'6'' sophomore, Nicole Cedarberg. In her first year as the head coach, Alyssa Willicott, assisted by Carrie Persoski and Jocelyn Grable. Axtell comes in tonight with a record of 10-7 and 7 on the season and a five-game winning streak right now, including that victory over Wilcox Hildreth just 10 days ago. And this is a balanced ball club. No one averages double digits, although they do score 46 points a game as a team. Paige Kirby just under 10 points at 9.7. Now look at the starting lineup for the number four seed, the Lady Falcons of Wilcox Hildreth. Number four is a five foot seven inch senior, Bridget Beisel. Number twenty, a five foot eight inch senior, Rebecca Sadoff Beck. Number twenty two, a five foot nine inch junior, Abby Quadhammer. Number thirty, a five foot eleven inch senior, Brooke Guthrie. And number thirty four, a five foot nine inch senior, Carly Roop. The head coach is Cody Whipke, assisted by Brett Penny and Brad Quadhammer. Wilcox Hildreth is 10 and 8 on the season, but just 2 and 5 in their last seven games on the season. They only average 37 points a game and are led by Roop at nine points per game, as is Abby Quadhammer. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank, and Carney. Back with more in a moment. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. 
Depend on Hogemeyer Hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed, seed the right seed. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Don't forget, we also have Nebraska men's basketball tonight on the breeze, 94.5, as the Huskers traveling to Wisconsin pregame at 7.05, and tip-off is set for just after 8 o'clock tonight. So we've got that action for you on the breeze. As we said, a lot of basketball all week long. It is tournament time, and we are ready to bring it all to you just a couple of weeks away from girls' sub-districts. Hard to believe as we get ready to turn the page to the month of February, and we also throw in a little wrestling. Don't forget also that the uh, Twin Valley Conference and Fort Kearney Conference team together for the second year for their conference wrestling tournament, and that's also going to be at the Viero Event Center before the basketball Thursday morning, getting underway at 9 a.m. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders, proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game, Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. And we are ready to go with basketball action tonight here at Pleasanton. We want to thank Casey Loomis, Ricky Wesley, and all the folks here, as always, for their hospitality. Our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns. And again, don't forget you can hear our games online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Jumping center for the Falcons will be Rebecca Sanoff Beck. And for Axtell, Camille Fischel, as Axtell goes from left to right, Will Hill from right to left. The ball is in the air, and the opening tip will be controlled by the fourth seed in the home team today, the Falcons, with the home white and the light Columbia blue trim. They go with a high 1-4, try to go to the back cut off a right elbow pass to Brooke Guthrie, hands it into the corner to Abby Quadhammer. Last time we saw the Falcons, they had trouble scoring. It was kind of in the start of this slump over at Loomis. Axtell's going to come out and play a man-to-man in those dark black uniforms with the purple trim. Set off back with it over on the right wing, dumps it into the corner to Beisel, down on the low block, working her way in. The shot is no good for Carly Roop. Well defended down low by Fischel, and coming out of there with a loose basketball is going to be Cedarburg. Here comes Axtell. First shot of the game will be a three-pointer from the outside arc. On the left side, no good. Ball saved into bounds. And it'll be grabbed by Wilcox Hildreth and Brooke Guthrie. So each team has had a possession here to start the game. Axtell trying to put some pressure on, but dribbling around it is Beisel. Now she's going to take it all the way in. Some contact. She was a little out of control and lost the ball. Rebound brought down by Axtell. One-on-one the other way. The scoop shot is no good by Paige Kirby. Fight for the loose basketball. We're going to get a jump underneath. The tie-up there between Kirby and the Falcons' Abby Quadhammer. And the arrow points the way of Axtell. So we're a minute into the game. No score, and Axtell will take it out underneath their own hoop, line everybody up along the free throw line, dump it into the paint. Short jumper on the way off the iron. No good by Fischel. And the rebound brought down by Beisel for Wilcox Hildreth. So 36-29 the first time they played, and the Wildcats steal the basketball away. Wilcox Hildreth got trapped across midcourt, and a foul coming the other way trying to stop it is Abby Quadhammer. First foul of the game. Leon Pierce will come over and tell us that it is on quad hammer, and it will be Axtell ball underneath their own hoop again. Ready to throw it in is Emmy Nickel. Looks in the middle, now kicks it out of the wing for a three-point shot that is on the way, no good by Nickel. And the long rebound is going to be run down by Nickel. Kicks it over on the left wing, driving inside, one-hand runner off the glass, will not go. 
Battling for the offensive rebound, Nicole Cedarberg. She saves it. Cedarberg kicks it outside for another three. Top of the key. It's good by Paige Kirby. Number three hits the three, and Axtell has the first bucket of the basketball game. A minute 45 in. Putting pressure on. Wilcox Hildreth breaks it to Brooke Guthrie. And then as Guthrie gets down to the low block, we've got the Wildcats reaching in, trying to knock it away. It's going to be on Kaylee Trampy. That'll be her first foul, as it is Axtell's first foul of the game. And Wilcox Hildreth will take it out underneath their own hoop. They'll box the lane, crisscross the screens, looking in the paint. Have to go up top to the high post there to Brooke Guthrie. Swings it back over to Quadhammer. Into the paint to Guthrie. Turnaround jumper is up too strong. And the defensive board brought down by the Cats again. So the board's being controlled here early on by Nicole Cedarberg. That's already her third rebound. Up the floor, Emmy Nickel. Nickel works her way, throws up a wild hook shot. That's off the glass, no good. And the rebound brought down by Quadhammer. She wants to push the ball up the floor, but Axtell knows that she is the player they need to trap, and they get right in front of her. She does a good job to find Beisel. Axtell getting real handsy now defensively, trying to be more aggressive in forcing a turnover. Ball out near midcourt. It got away from the Falcons, and we're going to have it over and back. Second turnover here for Wilcox Hildreth, so a little shaky here in the first two and a half minutes of play. Axtell three, Wilcox Hildreth nothing. But a Monday night game, and of course the key here, especially in the 4-5, you want to win so that you get two more games. Otherwise, you've got a long week and a half before you play again. Wildcats with the basketball, right side of the key will be Emmy Nickel. Off the screen, right side of the lane, just doubled and has to kick it back out. Overload that way. Now Kirby comes in, jump stop at a paint, scoops it up and in. And Paige Kirby, the leading scorer on the season for Axtell, already has half of her per-game average with five points, 5 nothing Wildcats. Falcons are doing a good job breaking the press. Now they've got to find a way to get some shots up. With it is sat off back over to Quadhammer, drives in and bumped as she takes it to the rack. So free throws, an opportunity here for the Falcons. And the second foul of the game, first foul of the game on Emmy Nichols, second foul of the game for Axtell. And Quadhammer will go to the line to shoot two here for the Falcons, looking for their first point three minutes in. Won't get it on the first free throw. It's in and out, no good. Game two here tonight, the top seed Pleasanton taking on Amherst. Pleasanton will be without one of their top players in Kerry Bauer tonight. And Amherst been playing better ball. They're starting to get a little healthy. Second free throw, no good. And a rebound that's going to be standing out of bounds. I'll say Cedarburg. Wasn't sure if they'd say out of bounds or a foul on Wilcox Hildreth. So the ball goes out of bounds, and the Falcons will get another chance here after missing the free throws. Lob it up top here to Beisel. She'll go to the top of the key back over Quadhammer on the left wing. Trying to find Guthrie inside, really being hounded. They get it to her back out, Quadhammer. A little two-gal game going here. Good pass by Quadhammer to Guthrie. Works her way into the paint, forces the shot up too strong. Good idea, just couldn't finish. And rebound number four for Nicole Cedarberg. Outlet pass underneath, and the layup is good for Camille Fischel. And we've got a timeout on the floor here for Wilcox Hildreth. What a great transition bucket there for Axtell. 4.35 to go here in the first quarter of play of the Fort Kearney Conference Girls Quarterfinals. Axtell 7, Wilcox held with nothing. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. 
You're listening to the Fort Kearney Conference Basketball Tournament on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Keene, and our friends down the road at Funk and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you and a good start here for the Axtell Lady Wildcats. 7-0, forcing the Wilcox Hildreth timeout. And Abby Quadhammer will bring it into the front court. She's guarded there by Caitlin Callen, who's checked in. They roll it around to Guthrie. Guthrie will lay it up and in. You're going to see a little more depth from Axtell and uh, head coach Alyssa Willicott using some of that here after the timeout, 7-2. Axtell trying to get it down to the block. It's tipped out of bounds. Morgan Miller, well, they're going to say it's off of Axtell. So that will be their first timeout or first turnover. Miller's in. Callen's in. And then you still have Kaylee Trampy, Emmy Nickel, and Camille Fischel in the ball game. Cedarburg, the leading rebounder, now on the bench. Looking at a three on the way. Set off Beck. Comes up short. No good for Wilcox Hildreth. Ball hits the floor and grabbing the loose basketball will be Emmy Nickel. And up the floor right down the middle of the court. Has to be cut off by Guthrie. She still takes the one-hand runner. It's no good. And Carly Roop will get the rebound here for the Falcons. 7-2 Axtell. Quad hammer. Back to midcourt. Still not across the timeline. Now Abby with the bounce pass to set off Beck. Brings it up on the right wing. Dumps it inside to Roop. And we're going to have a foul called on Axtell. Wilcox Hildreth probably wishes that that foul hadn't happened because it looked like they had a chance at a good shot there for Roop. And now Erica Bertrand and Paige Kirby in for Axtell. The foul on Kaylee Trampy is her second. Wilcox Hildreth ball underneath their own hoop. Bridget buys a looking right side, right side. Finally all the way to the sideline to Abby Quadhammer. She is the insurance policy. Pull-up jumper from 16. It's off the iron. No good. And the deep rebound is grabbed again by Axtell. That time by Fischel. And here come the Cats. Nobody picking up the point guard, Caitlin Callen. She decides not to shoot it. Now they give it off and back to her. She'll drive it and lay it off the glass. And it bounces around. It won't go. And then it's out of bounds. How did that not fall in? Caitlin Callen put up a nice shot, and it was just the basketball gods didn't want it to go in. Here comes Brooke Quadhammer, the freshman in. Abby, the junior, Brooke, the freshman. She'll come into the ball game and join her Quadhammer teammate. Ball tipped out of bounds. So the Wildcats zone defense has given the Falcons a little bit of problems. They really haven't turned it over against it. It's just not letting him get into any kind of a flow as Beisel brings it into the front court, top of the circle, gives it off to Guthrie, waits for her teammate to quad hammer, and the 15-footer by Brooke is no good. And then we've got a foul over the back, called on Wilcox Hildreth as Callen gets the rebound. Looks like this one will be on Bridget Beisel. That'll be her first and the team's second. Now into the ball game for Axtell, Nicole Cedarberg. Cedarberg, Erica Bertrand, also in there is Paige Kirby, Caitlin Callen, and down on the block now is Madison Eckhoff, a 5'10 senior working on Brooke Guthrie. Driving into the paint, switching hands. Kirby puts it up. It's short, no good. Offensive rebound by Eckhoff. Eckhoff kicks it out of the wing, and we're going to get a travel called on Axtell. 2.31 to go first quarter. Axtell 7. Wilcox held with nothing, but Axtell has gone two minutes now without any points. And they'll try and change that here with some good defense as Abby Quadhammer brings it down the middle of the floor, tries to find Guthrie. It's tipped and taken away. Two on two. And the attempted shot by Bertrand is going to be swatted and blocked out of bounds by Abby Quadhammer. And Axtell will have to try it again underneath their own hoop. The winner here plays Thursday night at 6 o'clock against the Pleasanton Amherst winner at the Vero Event Center in Kearney. 
Taking time to throw it in. They're going to lob it all the way up top. It hits the back of a Wilcox Hildreth player. Rolling around on the ground. Axtell is able to save it. Kirby will shuffle it off to Callan, who dribbles to the right elbow. Back out top three-pointer. Kirby on the way, and it is too strong, no good. Long rebound. Again, a battle for it on the floor. And we're going to get a foul, not a jump. We had two or three players on the ground. The rebound is going to go to Madison Eckhoff. And the foul will be on Brooke Quadhammer. What you had there was kind of like recovering a fumble. They couldn't get in there to force the jump ball, but then you couldn't move if you were Eckhoff or you were going to get called for traveling. So she laid there and they fouled her. And now we've got a jump ball. And the arrow points the way of Wilcox Hildreth. Again, the first game was not pretty offensively 10 days ago, 36-29. to 29. And as Coach Willicott told me from Axtell, they have Erica Bertrand back to give them a little bit more depth. Don't forget, Elm Creek and Loomis are playing on ESPN 1460. They've completed the first quarter. Has a fast break, get it down low. Roop, Roop puts it up. It rolls off the rim, but she is fouled. And Carly will go to the line to shoot two. And the foul will be on Axtell's Madison Eckhoff, her first, the team's fourth. After one, Elm Creek 15, Loomis 11. 15 to 11, Elm Creek at the end of one on ESPN 1460. And Roop's free throw here is up and in. Just the third point of the contest for Wilcox Hildreth. 151 to go, and they're down by a score of 7 to 3. Second free throw on the way. And it bounces around and in. So Roop hits them both. And it is 7-4 in favor of Axtell. 145 remaining here in quarter number one. Bringing the ball up, Caitlin Callen starts right, works left on quad hammer, tries to take her to the baseline, trips and loses the basketball. Turnover number four for Axtell. And then a foul in the backcourt trying to steal it back. A lot of fouls being called right now. And on Axtell, that's Caitlin Callen, her first, team's fifth. Reentering the game for the Cats is going to be Emmy Nickel, and Callen will come out. And Wilcox Hildreth, after being down 7 to nothing, slowly inching their way back into this confidence-wise as they have held Axtell scoreless for three minutes plus. Brooke Quadhammer brings it into the front court, back to Abby, off the screen. Inside, they'll get it to Roop, and reaching over the top for the Wildcats is Camille Fischel, her first and the team's sixth. And back into the ball game, Brooke Guthrie here. And checking out will be Sadoff Beck. So you got Guthrie and Roop down there at the post right now. Let's see if Abby Quadhammer can find one of them here on the inbounds. Takes some time, throws it backside into the hands of Beisel, fakes the three, drives in, and another foul called as she tried to force her way into the hoop. And it's going to be on Paige Kirby. And two free throws are coming up here for Beisel. Two of four is a team at the line for Wilcox Hildreth. The first of the two is up and in. Seven to five, Axtell. 121 to go here in the first quarter. Second free throw now. Beisel puts it up, and that one is no good. And coming through to grab the rebound will be Erica Bertrand. Bertrand will hustle the ball up the floor. Quadhammer will cut it off over on the left wing to Kirby. Kirby into the paint around Beisel. And another foul called. And Bridget Beisel is saying, what did I do? She came around and ran into me. And that'll be the second foul on Beisel. The fourth foul here on Wilcox Hildreth. And at the line will be Paige Kirby, and the free throw is up and in. She has six of the eight points. 
And Beisel with two fouls is going to check out. And Rebecca Sadoff Beck is going to check in for her. Second free throw on the way, and it's no good. Rebound brought down by Guthrie and Wilcox Hildreth down by three with a basketball. One minute to go here in quarter number one. Brooke Quadhammer in the backcourt, throws it away. Layup is good. Right there underneath the hoop, Emmy Nickel, the steal and the easy bucket. And it's 10-5 to five and a foul at midcourt. Too aggressive here for Axtell, and they're calling everything. Paige Kirby with her second. And a one-and-one coming up for Carly Roop, who is two for two at the line. Trampy has two. Kirby has two, the leading score. Beisel has two for Wilcox Hildreth. And the free throw by Carly Roop is on the way, and too strong. Rebound grab by Erica Bertrand. Axtell dominating the boards here. One of the reasons Wilcox Elder has just missed a lot of shots, and they've also got some offensive boards. Callan with it over on the right side of the key. She'll get it to Nickel. Nickel starts to drive through the double team, lays it up and in. Second bucket for Emmy Nickel, and it's 12-5 on back-to-back buckets and a free throw, a 5-0 run now for Axtell. Their largest lead, and now another steal in the backcourt. Wilcox Hildreth having some trouble. The layup, Erica Bertrand, is up and in. And it is 14-5. Inbounds pass stolen away again. Turnover number six for Wilcox Hildreth, and it goes out of bounds. It'll stay with Axtell. I'm going to tell you one thing. When you have all those fouls called, you feel like you can't play defense. And Wilcox Hildreth just tried to get out of the way the last two times that Axtell took it to the hoop so that they weren't called for the foul. And it led to two layups. And Axtell's got another chance here with 17 seconds to go in the quarter. They've scored seven in a row in about a minute's time here and have a chance at more. High post with it is going to be Fischel. Fakes the handoff, now turns around, takes the jumper from the free throw line and banks it in. What a finish to the first quarter of play here for Axtell. They go on a 9-0 run in the final 90 seconds. You're listening to the Fort Kearney Conference Girls Quarterfinals, the 4-5 matchup. It's Axtell 16, Wilcox Hild with 5. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Well, Axtell may have a few fouls, but they've got 11 more points as they end the quarter on a 9-0 run, and they're up 16-5 to here as we're ready to get the second quarter underway on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, and Axtell will get the ball to start the second quarter of play. Off the ball fake. Kirby swings it over on the right wing, gives it to Emmy Nickel. Back up top, they'll go to Trampy. Kicks it on the right wing. Kirby again, left-hand dribble, dribbles it off her foot. Trying to go pick it up. The ball's going to be knocked loose. 
scramble for it. Axtell wins it. Emmy Nichols able to pick the basketball up, then driving into the paint out of control. The ball is lost off of Wilcox Hildreth. But it looked like Trampy was just going to do whatever she could to try and get inside. Axtell underneath their own hoop to throw it in. Up by 11 now. Lob it all the way out top to Kirby. Comes off the screen. Tries to go through the double team. And again, the ball goes out of bounds. Good defense both times by Wilcox Hildreth. They just couldn't grab the basketball. Now Axtell will do it again. Holding the ball. Right-hand corner. Kirby. Takes a couple of dribbles and lobs it up top for an open three-pointer. Kaylee Trampy on the way. It's off the mark. No good. They're one of five from the outside. Offensive rebound. Cedarburg kicks it out for another three way off the mark. And finally, Wilcox Hildreth, Brooke Guthrie, will come away with a basketball. And Axtell's able to slap pressure on, even though it was not a dead ball situation. Across the timeline to Guthrie, she'll hand it off to Quadhammer. A minute into the second quarter, Axtell 16, Wilcox Hildreth 5. Right elbow to Roop, looks for that back cutter, hands it off to Quad Hammer. Now inside to Roop, ball tipped away. Out of bounds. Big story in the NBA tonight. All-star Blake Griffin has been traded from the Clippers to the Pistons. So Blake Griffin, one of the fan favorites out of L.A. As Wilcox Hildreth gets it inside, short jumper is missed by Sadoff Beck. Offensive rebound is pulled down by Guthrie, and we have got a foul on Axtell. This will be called on Nicole Cedarberg, her first, the team's ninth. And a chance at a one-and-one here for Carly Roop. The team was three of seven at the line in the first quarter. And now they're three of eight because it's too strong, and Kaylee Trampy gets the rebound on the run out. It's a three-on-three. Tries to follow the trailer, and Camille Fischel's able to put it up and in. For a minute there, I thought Fischel was going to go running right by the basket, but she was able to reach back, grab the basketball, and score, and it's 18-5, to and Wilcox Hildreth looks like they're going to try and change some things up going to the bench here as they will get it across the timeline to set off back. A lot of what they want to do is inside. They're not much of an outside team. And here's a nice turnaround jumper by Guthrie. It won't go off. It's a putback, though, is up. And it is in by Brooke Quadhammer. So something positive here for Wilcox Hildreth. And it's 18-7, Axtell. 6-10 to go. First half, hustling up the floor. Pull up, jumper at the free throw line. Cedarberg all net. Axtell starting to warm up now from the field. Quad hammer up the floor to Roop. Roop has it tipped away. Ball knocked away. Still loose, and it's going to be saved there by Paige Kirby. Turnover number seven for the Falcons. Coast to coast. Cedarburg going to be called. Nickel official. Fischel's going to be called for the charge. Fischel is going to be called for the charging foul. Falcons had three players down there. She's just going to lower her head and go into them. Sometimes they just... Let it go, but from what we had seen in the first quarter, you had to call something because it was not a foul on Wilcox Hildreth. And the Falcons will bring in Skyler Marsh to the ball game along with Beisel, and then they throw the ball away, and getting there late is Beisel, and she's in for two seconds and picks up her third foul, and she's going to have to come right back out. So the things that have been plaguing the Falcons here the last three weeks are plaguing them here tonight. 5.49 5.49 to go here in the first half. It is 20-7, Axtell. They're the five seed, Wilcox Hildreth, the four seed, but these teams are going in different directions. Two and five in the last seven games for Wilcox Hildreth. They started the year 6-0. and oh. Here's a swing to the right side. Kirby, three-pointer, comes up short. The rebound will be grabbed by Brooke Quadhammer. Axtell just one of seven from the outside. Then the steal, Paige Kirby in the backcourt. 
Tries to bring it to the hoop. A reach-in foul on the Falcons. And this will be on Brooke Quadhammer, her second. It's still the sixth team foul, and now we're going to get a timeout for Wilcox Hildreth. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We are here at the FKC Girls Quarterfinals, 534 to go. Second quarter, Axtell 20, Wilcox Hildreth 7. Why choose a local, independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? Roger Girl and Bob Crocker represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to get you the best possible value. Committed to customers and their community, they are a very proud supporter of all the athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight from Roger Girl and Bob Crocker of Risk and Insurance Solutions with an office in Kearney but keeping you covered where you go, at home, in the automobile, and on the farm. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Pleasanton, quarterfinals of the FKC Tournament. We're bringing you the play-by-play, and Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Axtell Ball out of the FKC timeout from Wilcox-Hildreth. 5.30 to go in the half, 20-7 to 7 Axtell. On the right elbow with it will be Trampy. Skip pass over to Kirby, works her way into the paint, has a good attack but hits the front of the rim on the way up. And Quadhammer, Brooke with her third rebound. Up to Abby. Wilcox Hildreth wants to run, but Axtell seems to be the little quicker team and another turnover as they try to force it inside to Brooke Guthrie, the fourth of the quarter, the tenth of the game for the Falcons as Trampy will pull it up. Top of the circle goes to Kirby, fakes the three, guarded there by Marsh, and as she brings it into the paint, took an extra step, and that'll be the first turnover of the quarter for Axtell. They now have five in the game. Don't forget when the ball games gets to our halftime spot, we will have the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report, score updates, first half stats, preview of the next game between Pleasanton and Amherst, let you know what else is going on in conference tournaments. Again, the Falcons, they break the press, and then they throw it backwards. You cannot break the press and throw it backwards, and they just got an over-and-back call. And they've been doing That's the one thing that's kind of weird about the game. They are breaking the press. They are taking their time, and they're breaking the press. But when they break the press, Wilcox Hildreth isn't able to do anything. They get it across the timeline, and then they freeze. That's when you have the advantage, the three-on-two, sometimes the two-on-one. And then when they freeze, Axtell's so quick, they're able to get back and set up the half-court man-to-man. Erica Bertrand drives right baseline, gets around two defenders. Now she's stuck behind the hoop and lost the basketball out of bounds. Back over to the Falcons, and Abby Quadhammer will throw it in. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney, Wilcox, Axtell, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This time on the full-court press, they do underthrow it. It's going to be picked off there by Kaylee Trampy. Trampy to the left side of the key, tries to bring it all the way into the block, cut off there by Quadhammer, back up to Kirby. She drives in, loses the ball, and it's going to be a foul that sends Camille Fischel to the line to shoot two. And this one will be on Brooke Guthrie, her first. Two free throws coming up. For Camille Fischel, who has six points, so does Paige Kirby for Axtell to lead the way. And the free throw here is too strong, no good. Back into the game will be Caitlin Callen for Axtell. And Sadoff Beck for Wilcox Hildreth. 
And Axtell, late getting some more subs up there. Emmy Nickel checking in. Now the second free throw coming up. Or excuse me, the first free throw coming up for Fischl. Trying to check in for her. The first one was no good. The second one is good. Such a long time in there. Even I lost my train of thought. 21-7 back in Madison Eckhoff. So Eckhoff along with Morgan Miller, Erica Bertrand, Callen, and also Emmy Nickel for Axtell. Let's set Wilcox Hildreth for you as they try to break the press. You've got Brooke Quadhammer along with Guthrie. Roop. Marsh is in there. And they're trying to get the ball on the right-hand wing from Brooke Quadhammer out to Sadoff Beck. And she's going to try a three-pointer. It's off the heel. No good. Trying to get the rebound is going to be the Falcons in the corner. Marsh can't quite control it. And out of bounds it goes. 3.55 to go here. We are in another scoring drought as Axtell leads it 21-7 in the second quarter. They have scored in spurts. They scored the first seven. Then they had a 9-0 run in the final 90 seconds of the first quarter. Got a couple of buckets to start this quarter to go up 20-7. And now they're setting at 21. Driving in, Callen trying to tra- change that five-foot runner. No good. Rebound brought down by Carly Roop. Roop out of the wing. Here comes Sadoff back again. Gets to the timeline, to the three-point line, and just stops. High post again. Give and go. Here's Quadhammer. And before she can get to the hoop, another reach-in foul. And that is on Caitlin Callen. She has two. That is the 11th foul of the half on Axtell, and we still have three and a half to go. So Wilcox Hilberth, can they do something with the line to try and get back into this game? Double bonus for Quadhammer, and Brooke puts the first one up. No good. Abby Quadhammer back in, and Skylar Marsh. We'll check out. And the second free throw now for Brooke Quadhammer. On the way, and it is no good. But an offensive rebound. Guthrie fishes it to Roop. She'll lay it up and in. So, again, something finally a little positive here. The fifth board for Guthrie. Four points now for Carly Roop. And it's 21-9. to Axtell by 12. With three minutes and ten seconds to go before halftime of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, Brooke Quadhammer steals the ball, had to avoid the official, did, and made the left-hand layup. Second bucket for Brooke, 21-11, to back-to-back buckets for the first time in the game here for the Falcons. Bounce pass left wing. Erica Bertrand brings it into the paint. One-hand runner comes up short. Grabbed there by Carly Roop. Outlet pass to Brooke Quadhammer. They let her too far, and out of bounds it goes. Now four starters back into the ball game for Axtell. Coach Willicott had her second four out there on the floor. And after the back-to-back buckets, she puts them all back out on the floor. The starters right now for Axtell. Leading it 21-11, to 2.40 to go here in the second quarter. As the Cats bring it across the timeline, Trampy over to Nickel. Top of the circle, they'll go to Fischl. Right side back to Trampy. Down to the low block, triple team to Cedarburg, and it'll be knocked out of there and stolen by Brooke Guthrie. Trouble in the backcourt, Quadhammer nearly taken back by Emmy Nickel, and across the timeline they come to Roop. Back over to Quadhammer, into the left-hand corner, three-pointer for Brooke is on the way, in and out, no good. A rebound pulled down by Fischel, and Axtell wants to run, three-on-one. Kirby coast-to-coast lays it up, Trampy, and it's good. Trampy was running one side, And Kirby the other, 
And Kirby's able to get her first bucket of the ball game. 23-11, to 11, Axtell. A minute 50 to go in the second quarter. They lob it up into the front court roof. On the right side to Brooke Quadhammer, and they set up their half-court offense. Coach Cody Whipke saying, let's go, girls. Too much standing around. He did, thought they had a little something going here. Down to the block, they get it. Turnaround jumper blocked, and a foul going to be called on Camille Fischel. That will send Roop to the line where she is 2 of 4. And we'll get two free throws here. Fischel has three. Callen, Kirby, Trampy, all with two. And the free throw is up and in for Carly Roop. 23 to 12. And back in Madison Eckhoff for the Wildcats. Six seniors on this ball club for Axtell. Second free throw also good. Carly Roop has been the only player to really stroke it from the 15-foot mark. 23-13. Wilcox Hiller trying to hang in there. Down by 14. Now down by 10 with a minute 30 to go in quarter number two. And this is where Axtell went. Nut job offensively in the first quarter. They scored nine points in the final 90 seconds. Off the screen, here comes Kirby. She walked. They didn't call it, but she missed the shot anyway, and it comes out to Brooke Quadhammer. One on three. She has to slow it down and kick it out to the trailer, sat off back. Whip it over to Abby Quadhammer. Finally got a three away, but it's short, and boxing out the shooter. Axtell's Nicole Cedarberg will get the rebound. We've had one three-point bucket made in the game. That was by Paige Kirby. 1 of 7 for Axtell, 0 of 4 for Wilcox Hildreth. One minute to go in the first half. 23 13 Axtell, Fort Kearney Conference Girls Quarterfinals. Left elbow using the screen is going to be Trampy. Kicks it back out of the wing to Kirby. Back to Trampy. She'll try a three. It's going to be short. And the backside rebound will go out of bounds before the Wildcats can get to it. And Wilcox Hildreth will have it with 45 seconds. Trying to get this into single digits. Halftime on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Elm Creek 27, Loomis 26. Elm Creek may have taken something on the chin last week after getting off to a great start and beating Pleasanton. Here's a steal made in the front court by the Wildcats, and they bring it across with 30 seconds to go. Elm Creek beat Pleasanton, and then since then, they have really not been playing what they wanted to. Of course, the competition during this stretch has been amazing. Lob it inside. Here's Kirby. And a hand check foul going to be called on the Falcons. And this will go on Skyler Marsh. Her first. And a one and one for Kaylee Trampy. Trampy put the free throw up, and it is good. She'll get the bonus. She's got the last three points here for Axtell. Erica Bertrand back in, and Kirby out with those two fouls. No need to risk getting a third in the final 20 seconds of the half. Second free throw on the way, too strong, and then nobody grabs the rebound, and it's going to be grabbed by Trampy and falling backwards. Marsh falls down into her and commits another foul, just like she did a second ago, and Trampy's going to get to go right back to the line and shoot another one-and-one. So they get set to do this again. I think we were just here. Front end of the one-on-one is good. So again, Trampy will earn the bonus. Four in a row for Kaylee. 25-13. Axtell. Second free throw now on the way. And it's too strong. The rebound will be pulled down by Brooke Guthrie. She has a game-high six. Fast break up to Abby Quadhammer. Runs to the baseline, double team. Kicks it out of the right elbow. Sat off Beck. 12-footer is no good. Out of bounds to Axtell 
with seven seconds to go. Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up. First half stats, score updates. Stay with us as Axtell tries to get one more shot away here before halftime. Trouble getting it in. They do it the last second, and Kaylee Trampy will sprint up the floor. Three seconds over the left wing. They will not get a shot away. It's after the horn, and it will not count for Nicole Cedarberg. At the half, the Axtell Lady Wildcats 25, and the Wilcox Hildreth Lady Falcons 13. You're listening to the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's never too late for Enzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Enzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Enzone's wide application window, you can even add Enzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Enzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Enzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk with the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda back at Pleasanton. Big thank you to Athletic Director Casey Loomis, Ricky Westland, the entire crew here as always. And it is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of our 4-5 matchup in the girls' quarterfinals of the Fort Carney Conference. It is Axtell 25 and Wilcox Hildreth, 13. In the other semifinal going on right now on ESPN 1460 AM, it's Elm Creek, 27, and Loomis, 26. The second game on ESPN is at Overton, and it will be the Overton Lady Eagles taking on Elwood. Our second game here is Pleasanton taking on Amherst, and every time those two squads get together for a rivalry game, you never know what's going to happen. The teams will look a little bit different than the first time that they met. Two weeks ago, back on the 12th, it was a 57-37 win for Pleasanton, and that's about the time Amherst started playing some better basketball. They've got a couple of their rotation players that are back in the lineup. As we said, Randy Bauer told me his daughter and one of the leading players on this Pleasanton team, Carrie Bauer, will not suit up tonight because of an ankle injury. And you look at maybe Amherst playing better, then you have to look at where those wins came Two of them were against SEM. They also beat Shelton, and then they had a nice win over Wilcox Hildreth. They are 4-2 and two in their last six games. So we'll see if Amherst can pose a challenge tonight. Then tomorrow night, we have the boys' quarterfinals of the conference tournament. And here on, ES, or here on Classic Hits, we will be in Loomis as Overton and Pleasanton will play at 6. Then Loomis and Axtell will play at 745. 
will be in Wilcox tomorrow on ESPN 1460 as Amherst and Elm Creek will play at 6. And what a game that should be. What a 4-5 matchup, Amherst and Elm Creek. And then Wilcox-Hildreth will play Elwood in the 745 game. And again, the semifinals, girls Thursday, boys Friday, and then all four consolation and championship games Saturday at the Viero Event Center in Kearney. And all of those games will be on ESPN 1460 on Saturday. We will be at the Luplatt Conference Tournament semifinals Thursday and Friday and championship Saturday on Classic Hits 98.9 right here. Tonight, we have the play-in game, Central City at the St. Paul Girls and given at the Wood River Boys. Tomorrow, the quarterfinals of the Luplatt look like this. On the girls' side, the St. Paul Central City winner will be at number one, Ord. Five, Wood River will be at four, Centura. Number three, Donovan Trumbull will host Arcadia Loop City. And number two, Ravenna will host Gibbon. The boys' quarterfinals tomorrow, number one seed is Arcadia Loop City. And they will host the Wood River Gibbon winner. The four seed is St. Paul. They'll host Centura. Ord will be at the three seed, Donovan Trumbull. And the Ravenna boys are the two seed. And they will be hosting Central City. But Ravenna's shown a couple of chinks in the armor during a very tough couple of weeks in their season, including only beating Central City by four earlier in the month. The Twin Valley Conference girls tournament games are going on tonight. And at Blue Hill, Lawrence Nelson is currently playing Franklin, and that'll be followed by Blue Hill and Harvard. And going on at Red Cloud, Deschler and Kennesaw are playing right now, followed by Red Cloud and Silver Lake. The boys' quarters in the Twin Valley Conference will be played tomorrow. And at Kennesaw, Harvard will play Lawrence Nelson at 6. Kennesaw will play Red Cloud at 7.45. And then in the games at Deschler at 6 o'clock, Shelton will play Blue Hill, and Deschler will play Silver Lake. Kennesaw is hosting the semifinals and finals of the Twin Valley Conference Tournament this year, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Over the weekend, the Hastings-St. Cecilia boys beat Grand Island Central Catholic in the Centennial Conference Final, while the St. Cecilia girls were the runner-up to Bishop Newman. Broken Bow winning the Southwest Conference title in exciting fashion. The boys and girls both came back to beat the Cozad boys by two and the Minden girls by one. The Ansley Litchfield girls and South Loop boys won the MNAC, and the Aurora boys gave York their first loss of the year to win the Central Conference, while Seward beat York to win the girls' portion of the Central Conference. Here at the half, it's Axtell 25, Wilcox Hill with 13. Back with the numbers in a minute on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value long. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Now let's take a look at the first half stats of our girls' quarterfinal. First off for Wilcox-Hildreth, Bridget Beisel, 1.1 rebound. Brooke Quadhammer, 4 points and 4 rebounds. Abby Quadhammer has not scored. She has 2 rebounds and 1 block shot. Brooke Guthrie, 2 points, 6 rebounds. Carly Roop, 6 points and 3 rebounds. 6 rebounds in the first quarter, 10 in the second. Free throw shooting, 3 of 7 in the first, just 2 of 5 in the second. 
Three-point shooting, 0 of 1 in the first, 0 of 3 in the second. Turnovers for Wilcox Hildreth, 6 in the first quarter, 8 in the second quarter. Foul situation, Bridget Beisel with 3, Skylar Marsh and Brooke Quadhammer with 2. Five points in the first quarter, eight in the second at the half. Wilcox held with 13 points, 16 rebounds, just five of 12 at the free throw line, 0 of 4 from three-point land, one block, and 14 turnovers. For Axtell, Kaylee Trampy, four points, two rebounds. Erica Bertrand, two points, two rebounds. Paige Kirby, six points, two rebounds. Madison Eckhoff, two rebounds. Caitlin Callen, a rebound. Emmy Nickel, four points, two rebounds. Camille Fischel, seven points to lead the way, two rebounds. And Nicole Cedarberg, two points, but six rebounds. Fourteen rebounds in the first quarter, just five in the second. Free throw shooting, one of two in the first, three of six in the second. Three-point shooting, one of four in the first, oh of four in the second. Four turnovers in each quarter. Foul situation for Axtell. Camille Fischel has three. Caitlin Callen, Paige Kirby, and Kaylee Trampy all have two. 16 points in the first quarter, 9 in the second at the half, 25 points, 19 rebounds, 4 out of 8 at the free throw line, 1 of 8 from 3-point land, and 8 turnovers. 10-7 and seven, Axtell trying to beat Wilcox Hildreth for the second time in 10 days. They lead the 10-8 Falcons 25-13. to 13. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Our seats to success are brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success as Wilcox Hildreth will get the ball to start the third quarter of play and try and get some offense going with the same play they started the game with. And Quadhammer's going to get a 15-footer on the right wing, but Abby's shot is no good. Kaylee Trampy will get the rebound. Axtell wants to run. That's their game. Into the paint. There's nowhere to go and a travel going to be called. And for Wilcox Hildreth, they like to get in the half court, run a little high 1-4, get it to the elbow, try to get a back cut, a cutter, or hand it off on a curl screen. Axtell knows that. And so for Wilcox Hildreth, they're going to have to be effective elsewhere. There's nothing wrong with what that play is. But they've got to be effective elsewhere to allow that play to work because Axtell knows what they're going to do. Nothing else is working. For Axtell, don't get in any more foul trouble. They've committed way too many fouls, and they're still up by a dozen. Give and go into Abby Quadhammer. Runs into the double team down to the block. Wrap around, wide open layup is there, and good for Brooke Guthrie. So that is what Coach Cody Whipke wants to see. Patience, a little bit better execution, 25-15. Axtell by 10, up by as many as 14. They started the game on a 7-0 run. Wilcox Hildreth got it to 2 at 7-5. Again, forcing the jumper in the middle, no good by... 
Kaylee Trampy and the rebound brought down by Abby Quadhammer. Here come the Falcons. Sat off back into the front court. Falcons also did a better job of rebounding in the second quarter. And they'll probably have to hit a couple of outside shots. Here's Guthrie on the right elbow facing the hoop back up top to Quadhammer. Nobody guards her, so she'll take the three, and it's in and out. No good. Good look. It just didn't fall for her. And Paige Kirby will have the rebound here. Ball kicked away, but it's right into the hands of Trampy. She'll shoot a three. It won't go. Backside rebound, and it's going to be yanked down by Bridget Beisel. And Beisel gets out of there with it. Almost a tie-up. Wilcox Hildreth wanted a foul, but we've had 100 of them, so they let that one go. I think if Beisel would have fallen or lost the ball, you would have heard the whistle, but kind of one of those no harm, no foul deals. Sat off Beck, guarded tightly at the top of the key here by Nickel. Swings it over to the right side. Beisel gets it on the elbow again to Guthrie. Hands it off to Sat off Beck. Inside to Root. Backs her way down. Short jumper won't go. Well defended inside there by Madison Eckhoff, and the rebound brought down by Emmy Nickel. Axtell's Nickel right down the lane and just runs into Carly Roop. And Roop's going to get called for the foul. And for Carly, that'll be her first. And Wilcox Hilder's just got to be a little bit better situated, just being set, because Axtell's just going to lower their head and bring it into the paint. First free throw by Nickel is around and out, no good. Her first free throw of the game. She had her four points back in the first quarter. Second free throw now is up, and it's right through there. So the first point of the half belongs to Emmy Nickel for Axtell. 26-15, they continue to put that zone trap on. Falcons will be very patient. Quad hammer across the timeline to Beisel. Now Beisel attacks. There you go. Drives in and knocked away out of bounds there by Madison Eckhoff. And it'll be Falcon ball underneath their own hoop. Quad hammer to throw it in. Abby. Looks for a couple screens. Beisel came through pretty easy. Takes the 12-footer, and it won't go. And Abby Quadhammer will run down the offensive rebound, try to force it inside, and now we've got another foul called on Axtell. This will be on Nicole Cedarberg, her second. And again, Wilcox Hildreth will take it out underneath their own hoop. Quadhammer looking. Again, don't forget Elm Creek Loomis on ESPN 1460. Also on PlatteRiverPreps.com as they get the ball inside. Roop spins, puts it up, and it just will not go. And the rebound brought down by Eckhoff, and she couldn't find anybody to get it to, so they call her for traveling, and we'll stay on this side. Again, Elm Creek was up 27-26 on Loomis at the half. That'll be followed by Overton Elwood. Coming up next here, Pleasanton Amherst. Camille Fischel with the three fouls will re-enter the game here for Axtell. Lob it inside. There's Roop right on the double team. One dribble. Kicks it back out. They just can't hang on to the ball. Had an open shot but didn't catch it cleanly. Over to Quadhammer. Quadhammer decides to drive baseline. Dish it off underneath. Roop puts it up. Contested. Shot no good. We're going to get a rebound pulled into the hands of Sadoff Beck. Somehow it just shot out to her. And her shot is no good. Paige Kirby will get the rebound. Fast break the other way. The ball knocked away. Maxtell hasn't had a controlled moment here really. In this third quarter of play. And Elm Creek went bananas in the third quarter. Looks like they're up 51-33 on Loomis. That's a 26-point quarter. Right elbow on the way. Shot no good that time by Cedarberg. And the rebound brought down by Bridget Beisel. She'll give it up to Sadoff Beck. Beisel bounce pass right side. Kick it over to the right side. Driving in, one-hand runner is up, no good. 
And the rebound going to be brought down here by Axtell. Up the floor with it, Paige Kirby. Bounce pass inside. Turned it over. 11th turnover, and Wilcox Hildreth trying to get up the floor here. Abby Quadhammer in the right-hand corner loses it out of bounds. I'll get you an update here on Elm Creek Loomis in just a moment as they get ready to go to the fourth quarter. 4.25 to go in the third quarter here. We've had three points scored, two by Wilcox Hildreth, one by Axtell. Trying to survive and make it to Thursday's semifinal high curl screen. Caitlin Callen comes in. Left-hand shot might have been partially blocked in there by Guthrie. Falls right into her teammate Camille Fischel's hand. And then Fischel is going to be fouled. And it's going to go on Brooke Guthrie, her second. And at the line to shoot two will be Camille Fischel. The first one is on the way, and it is in. She's two of three now at the line. And Erica Bertrand comes back in for Axtell. 51-35 the score for Elm Creek leading Loomis. Second free throw up, and it is good. So Camille Fischel hits them both. She now has nine, and it's 28-15, not near the scoring in this basketball game. As Wilcox Hildreth against the pressure, Brooke Quadhammer gets it into the front court to Guthrie, throws it back behind her, and another over and back. We talked about it in the first half, and you're going to get a timeout here for Wilcox Hildreth. The next time somebody breaks the press for Wilcox Hildreth and they throw it backward, you just got to take them out of the game and, and explain to them what's going on here because it's not helping the team right now, and it's got to be frustrating, and I think that's why Coach Whipke has called the timeout, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 401 to go third quarter, Axtell 28, and Wilcox Hildreth 15. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Out of the timeout, Axtell will have the basketball leading it by 13. Erica Bertrand curl screen off Kaylee Trampy up top to Callen. Down low, you have got Camille Fischel and Nicole Cedarberg. They get it to Fischel on the right block, kick it out. Callen for three, it's good. Caitlin Callen hits her first bucket of the ball game, the second three for Axtell, and they now have their largest lead. At 16, scoring six in a row to go up 31-15. Three and a half to go here in the third quarter. Wilcox over at the quad hammer. Right wing gets it over to her teammate, Brooke Guthrie. Starts to drive back to quad hammer. Forces it into root. The ball is tipped away by Camille Fischel. And that is turnover number 17 for Wilcox Hildreth. Wildcats will get it to Cal again. Center circle starts with a left-hand dribble. 
and gives it off to Kaylee Trampy, and Abby Quadhammer gets caught up in the traffic there and will commit her second personal foul, third team foul of the half here on Wilcox-Hildreth. Bridget Beisel and Skylar Marsh will come in, and checking out will be Roop and Sadoff Beck for the Falcons. And you can just tell the expression on the face right now for Wilcox-Hildreth. Everybody's down in the dumps, just nothing going their way. They can't get anything going offensively. And Axtell's finding a way to drive, and Trampy will put it up no good. Offensive rebound will draw the foul. Brooke Quadhammer with her third personal foul on the offensive putback attempt of Camille Fischel, who is three of four at the line, nine points, and will go back to shoot two more. And the first free throw was on the way, no good. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney, Pleasanton, Hildreth, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Fort Carney Conference Girls quarterfinals. Second free throw is up and good for Fischel. Three and th- of three in the quarter. She's got uh, three of four in the quarter. She's got ten points. 32 to 15. Axtell now keeping the trap on, just trying to frustrate Wilcox Hildreth even more, but they can be in cruise mode, it looks like, for the next 11 minutes. Just don't do anything crazy. They have given themselves plenty of cushion. Quadhammer on the right block, dribbles to the baseline, kicks it back out to Guthrie. Guthrie into the paint, goes with the left hand, has it blocked. Camille Fischel gets her first block of the game, and Axtell will have Erica Bertrand bring it across the timeline. Bertrand tried to get it to Trampy, but she wasn't looking. The ball is stolen away. Chance for a run out. Abby Quadhammer will finish on the assist from Beisel. Abby Quadhammer. Knocking down the bucket and falling down awkwardly there. We're going to have an injured Axtell Wildcat. Maybe landing on the tailbone or just knocking the wind out of her. And we will get a break in the action to come look at uh, Kaylee Trampy, I believe it is. She was sprinting down to try and knock the ball away after giving it up. And this injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And they will help her to her feet and take her over to the Axtell bench. 2.20 to go, third quarter, 32-17. Axtell, we'll be right back. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bedliners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bedliner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, they gingerly take Kaylee Trampy and get her sat down at the bench so she can catch her air. And hopefully she'll be okay over there. I think the officials are talking to Coach Willicott to see maybe what happened and if she needs to get a little more looked at there. I'm not sure if it's just lost her air, landed on her tailbone. She has a previous condition or injury they're still talking you don't usually see the refs talk to the coach that much and let's see what happens it was a made bucket and the wildcats will take it out of bounds and it looks like we're ready to go wilcox hilder going to put on some pressure needing to force some turnovers and some transition buckets to get back into this ball game 32 17 and axtell dribbles it off their leg and out of bounds as they cross half court 13th turnover for the Wildcats. 
32-17 Axtell. Ten days ago it was 36-29 Axtell winning the ball game. Wilcox Hildreth struggling offensively during this 2-5 stretch. A team that started 6-0. Beisel out near midcourt. Close to her bench. Dribbles in front of her bench. Starts to drive. A hand check foul. Just out 20 feet away from the hoop on Axtell. And this one will be called on Caitlin Callen, her third. Again, we haven't had as many fouls called so far in this third quarter as we had in the first half. Carly Root back in for the Falcons. And checking in will be Kirby for Axtell. And the Falcons will have it uncontested on the baseline. Quad hammer goes to Beisel, tries to force it inside, and we're going to get a foul called on Axtell, trying to jump in front of the pass. It's on Emmy Nickel, her second. As we said about the fouls so far, we haven't had as many called. Two minutes to go, third quarter, 32-17. Inbounds pass, they get it underneath. Short jumper will not go for Roop. Rebound fought for. Quad Hammer is able to tie up Cedarburg underneath. The arrow does point the way of Axtell. That is Cedarburg's seventh rebound. Good try there by Abby Quad Hammer to sneak in there and take it away. And Axtell will throw it into Emmy Nickel and see if they clear it out for her. She dribbles it off the foot of a Wilcox Hildreth defender. Coach Cody Whipke thought it was off of Axtell's foot, but no, that's the right call. It went off It went off the Falcon defender. And Axtell will throw it in with Paige Kirby. Bounce pass into Bertrand. Tried to stay out of the trap. Throws it middle of the court. Opening there is Cedarburg. Front court, Kirby wide open. Brings it in. Draws the late blocking foul and will get two free throws. Carly Roop with her second personal foul, and here we go again. That's three fouls in 15 seconds. And at the line to shoot two will be Paige Kirby. All six of her points came in the first quarter. She had the first two buckets, and she misses the free throw here. She averages just under 10 points a game for Axtell. Second free throw now for the Wildcats. On the way, and it's around and in. So Paige Kirby with her seventh point of the basketball game, 33-17. Eight points in the quarter for Axtell, five free throws and a three-point bucket, two two two-point buckets for Wilcox Hildred. And they continue to put full-court pressure on it. It works. Turnover number four of the quarter for Wilcox Hildred. Kirby to the free-throw line. Back out top, they'll hand it off. Looking for some room on the right wing. Nickel hands it off. Here comes Bertrand into the paint. Knocked out of her hands. Axtell turns it over for the sixth time in the quarter. Brooke Quadhammer into the front court. Turns and dribbles it off of her own teammate. Picked up there by Skylar Marsh. Over to Beisel. And finally under control. Three-pointer. Quadhammer top of the circle. No good. Still can't buy one. Running down the rebound will be Skylar Marsh. Into the paint to Roop. And they'll reset it up between the circles here with Abby Quadhammer. Over to Brooke, right side of the key. One dribble back down to Abby on the right block. Turns into the double post, and she's double teamed. Back to Brooke, tipped away, got it back. And another foul called on Axtell. They just can't help themselves. It's going to be Erica Bertrand with her first. Back into the ball game will be Madison Eckhoff. And after a short breather, Sadoff Beck and Guthrie will come in for. The Falcons of Wilcox Hildreth now with under a minute to go in the third quarter. 33-17 Axtell. Quadhammer off two screens. Gets the three in the corner, but it will not go. Offensive rebound brought down by Roop. Kicks it out to Abby. Brings it into the paint. Leaves it off there for Guthrie. 12-footer is short. And another jump ball down low. Abby Quadhammer and Emmy Nickel tie up. 
This time the arrow points the way of Wilcox Hildreth. 44 seconds to go, third quarter, 33-17. Man, Abby Quanhammer to throw it in. Lobs it up top, gets it to Guthrie. One dribble, one step, draws the foul. Two free throws coming up for Brooke. And this will be on Morgan Miller, her first. Brooke Guthrie, four points, six rebounds. Those were all in the first half. She has not shot a free throw yet. And the free throw is on the way and good. 33-18, Axtell. Second free throw on the way, and that one is short. And as it sits on the rim, Morgan Miller will get position. After committing the foul, she gets the rebound, and then Abby Quadhammer hand-checks her in the backcourt. That'll be the third personal foul. Let's see. I'm, when I mentioned that they hadn't been calling as many fouls, we had five fouls in the first six minutes. We've had six fouls in the next minute 20. I documented the two-minute mark, so there you go. With it is Nickel. Drives inside, has it blocked, and it's going to go out of bounds. Nice play by Brooke Guthrie getting in front of Emmy Nickel. It will stay with Axtell underneath their own hoop. Six fouls in a minute and 20 seconds. And it'll be Axtell ball underneath their own hoop. Bertrand lobs it into the paint. There's Eckhoff. She'll put the short eight-footer up and in. Madison Eckhoff with her first bucket of the ball game. The first two-point bucket of the half for Axtell, 35-18, to 18, equaling the largest lead of the game. 15 seconds to go in the third quarter. Brooke Quadhammer crosses the timeline, gets it to Abby. Ball knocked away, still loose. Going to head out of bounds. Finally stay with Wilcox. Boy, oh, boy, the girls are sure hustling. Going to give them credit for that. They're definitely trying on both sides. It's just not been very fluid here tonight. Six seconds to go in the quarter. Wilcox Hildreth to try and get one shot, throwing it in underneath the hoop. Brooke will throw it up top into the hands of Guthrie, hands it off to Abby. Back over to Brooke, open three on the way, and it's good, and that's how the quarter will end the first three-pointer made of the night for Wilcox Hildreth. After three in our Fort Kearney Conference Girls quarterfinal, it is Axtell 35, Wilcox Hildreth 21. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Marketspace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. At Aurora Cooperative, we know that service matters, and that is why our fuel propane and lubricant salespeople and drivers take great pride in delivering the best overall customer experience to you. Our sales and service employees care about what they do, and more importantly, how they provide that service to you, because that is what matters. So whether you're in town, at the pump, or on the farm, Aurora Cooperative's full-service energy team is ready to meet all of your fuel, propane, and bulk oil needs. Contact us today so that you can experience how Aurora Cooperative's sales and service energy team is different. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here at Pleasanton, where our game has gone a little long because over at Overton, they're done already. 
And they scored a lot of points. Evidently, they didn't blow the whistle every five seconds. We go to the fourth quarter here, and Axtell will get the basketball. It was Elm Creek 70, Loomis 52. That was a 27-26 game at half as Caitlin Callen starts things off here in the fourth quarter with a dribble drive to the right, reverses it to the left, and lays it up and in for her first second bucket of the ball game. She has five, 37-21. Wilcox Hildreth trailing by 16. They were down 7-0, and they have never had the lead. Front court to Abby Quadhammer. Pleasanton and, Ac- Pleasanton and Amherst are next here. Overton and Elwood next on ESPN 1460. Inside, they'll get it to Guthrie. Seven feet away, guarded there by Cedarburg, out to Quadhammer. Right elbow back out to Brooke. She'll drive to the baseline. Quadhammer can't get the shot away. Back out to Abby. One of eight from three-point land for Wilcox. Hildreth, here's a 17-footer, Abby Quadhammer. She'll pull up and hit it. Axtell is 2 of 10 from three-point land, 37 to 23. Breaking the press, Nickel comes down, one-hand runner, in and out, then off the glass and in. Got a little love on that one for Emmy Nickel, and it's 39-23, Axtell. As we play with 6.40 to go, Brooke Quadhammer dribbles into the double team, tries to force it into Roop, the ball knocked away, turnover by Wilcox, Hildreth, their 19th of the game, compared to 14 for Axtell. Nickel finally slows it down just a moment. Gives it out to Caitlin Callen. And now Axel has to learn how to put this one away. They've got a comfortable lead. Take the good shots. Don't commit the fouls. Driving in. Callen has it blocked underneath by Guthrie. Comes right back to Caitlin. Then out of bounds to Axtell. And again, the most important. I'll be interested to see how long Coach Willicott keeps that full court press on because they only have one more foul to give, and you don't want to be committing fouls in the backcourt. They've done a good enough job in the half court. And they've only given up 23 points here tonight. We'll see the Wilcox held with boys tomorrow off an open three on the inbounds. Callen cannot get that one to go. Brooke Quadhammer will get the rebound and push it up the floor, trying to go coast to coast, and her last dribble goes off of her foot and out of bounds. She was just ready to take it up for the layup, and the dribble goes off of her foot and out of bounds. Oh, they're going to change it and say that it was touched by Axtell. So Wilcox-Hildreth gets a little bit of a break there. Again, tomorrow night, we will be in Wilcox on ESPN 1460 with the boys' quarterfinals. Amherst, Elm Creek at 6, and then Wilcox-Hildreth, Elwood at 745. Looking forward to seeing you there. Trying to deny the entry pass. Another reaching over the top foul on Nicole Cedarberg. Her third, team sixth. The other games tomorrow night will be at Loomis, and you'll hear those here on Classic Hits. Overton Pleasanton at six, Axtell Loomis at 7.45. Wilcox held with ball, six minutes to go, 39-23, Axtell. Up top, they'll go to Guthrie, swing it over to Sadoff Beck. To Brooke Quadhammer, one dribble into the right-hand corner, back to Sadoff Beck for three, it's too strong. Backside rebound, pinballed around, and it's finally going to be secured by Nicole Cedarberg, her eighth rebound, up ahead, fast break. Axtell throws it away. Their 15th turnover of the game. Abby Quadhammer will check back in. And on the other side for Axtell, Paige Kirby will come back in. Again, the semifinals are Thursday, 6 for the teams that win here tonight in Pleasanton, 7.45 for the teams that win at Overton. And Wilcox Hildreth will bring it into the front court. Again, they get it across the timeline. They throw it over on the right side to Keisel. Bridget brings it all the way to the right corner to Sadoff Beck. Try to get it back out to Bridget. And Callen steps in front, makes the steal, coast to coast, lays it up, and good. 
Caitlin Callen, all seven of her points here in the second half. 41-23, trouble in the backcourt, and it's going to be stolen away again. Kirby takes a tough shot, though. It is no good. Rebound brought down by Wilcox Hildreth, Bridget Beisel, and then we will get a timeout on the floor. One remaining here for Wilcox Hildreth. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 5-11 to go in the game. It is Axtell 41, Wilcox Hildreth 23. Why choose a local, independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? Roger Girl and Bob Crocker represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to get you the best possible value. Committed to customers and their community, they are a very proud supporter of all the athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight from Roger Girl and Bob Crocker of Risk and Insurance Solutions with an office in Kearney but keeping you covered where you go. At home, in the automobile, and on the farm. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. Back in the Carney Tongue and Repair broadcast booth here at Pleasanton. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports. Fort Carney Conference Tournament, a 19-footer off the inbounds for the Falcons is no good. And the rebound grabbed by Erica Bertrand. They still want to run, and another foul before the made bucket. Boy, that looks like it should have counted, but they're going to say no. That was a nice job by Paige Kirby. Probably should have got the and one. Foul will be on Rebecca Sadoff-Beck, her first. Nonetheless, it is free throws. One and one coming up for Paige Kirby. She is two of four at the line, seven points. Free throw here is up and no good. Rebound grabbed by Marsh for the Falcons. Turns, tries to get it out to Quadhammer. Then it's stolen and a foul on Abby Quadhammer, trying to get it back her fourth. So back to the free throw line we go here. And again, it's Paige Kirby. Paige will put the free throw up, and it bounces around. No good. And again, Marsh will get the rebound. And again, the ball knocked away. And finally, Axtell is going to pull this press off. Coach Willicott doing the right thing when you have a chance to commit fouls and you've got an 18-point lead. There is no need to press right now. So Sadoff Beck brings it across the timeline. Marsh on the right elbow tries to make a one-foot pass inside to Roop. Roop's got it back outside. Sadoff Beck for three. It's off the mark. No good. Beisel gets inside for the rebound on the putback. She's going to be fouled. We'll go to the line and shoot two here for Bridget. And this will be on Nicole Cedarberg, her fourth. She has four, Fischl and Callen have three. And the first of the two free throws down for Bridget Beisel on the way, and it is around and out, no good. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have the final stats and then get you ready for game number two, the 1-8 matchup, Pleasanton taking on Amherst. And you never know, last week in the Southwest Conference, the 1-8 matchup went to overtime. And the second free throw, good. But they're going to say Beisel stepped over the line, so they're going to wipe that free throw out. And it'll go back to Axtell. 
4.34 remaining. 41-23, Axtell. Again, they jumped out 7-0, 21-7, and Axtell throws it away on the inbounds. Hope the fans were paying attention. That went straight into the seats here. And Wilcox Hildreth will get it underneath their own hoop. Abby Quadhammer gets it to Beisel in the corner. 12-footer on the way. Bounces around and in. Bridget with her first bucket of the ball game to go along with the free throw, and it's 41-25. Full court pressure. Axel breaks it. Kirby hustles to the free throw line, stops and kicks it out on the wing to Fischl. Back up top, Kirby to Callen. 41-25. Callen brings it out to midcourt. Falcons try to put a little extra pressure on her in the man-to-man. She's doing a good job of running clock. Callum to the right side of the key, takes the runner. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Brooke Quadhammer. Her sixth of the ball game. She'll push the ball up the floor, stop at the left elbow. Nice pass into the hands of her teammate, Brooke Guthrie, and Guthrie will be fouled. It's going to be on Erica Bertrand. And two free throws coming up for Guthrie. She's one of two at the line, has five points. Exactly four minutes to go here in the basketball game. Free throw no good. Nickel back in for the Cats. Nickel, Kirby, Miller, Fischel, and Callen on the floor. Second free throw is good for Brooke Guthrie. So she now has six points. 41-26 for the Falcons. Both quad hammers sat off Beck along with Beisel and Guthrie. And we'll get a timeout here called by Axtell. It will be their first time out of the game. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Exactly four minutes to go in the game. Axtell, 41. Wilcox held with 26. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. As we come back to action, Axtell will throw it in. They dribble it off their foot. Picked up layup is no good offensive rebound by the Falcons, and a foul will send them to the line. It is going to be Brooke Guthrie headed to the free throw line here. Boy, a golden opportunity for the Falcons on that steal to get two free th- or to get the two points. Now they've got to earn it at the line. What are they going to do? Is it two shots or is it one and one? The officials are out here laughing instead of officiating the basketball game, and it's going to be a two-shot foul. First one is on the way, and it is good. And it is 41 to 27. Axtell has never been in danger of this basketball game. But again, if you get a lot of free throws, you never know. Second free throw up, and it bounces around and in. Eight points for Guthrie, 41-28. Wilcox Hildreth puts pressure on, and Axtell has not done well with this. Get it into Nickel. Nickel brings it up the right sideline, sprinting all the way. Going to take it all the way to the hoop. 
And then an offensive push-off going to be called on Nickel once she got underneath. Her third. And the problem is once Axtell gets to running, Wilcox Hildreth is never in position to stop him. They can take it to the hoop every time, and that's how they get a lot of fouls called. Abby Quadhammer up the floor to Brooke, two on two, takes it at Miller, stops at the right block, wraparound pass, there's nobody there. Making the steal is going to be Paige Kirby. Now Kirby sprints to the other end, takes it in, lays it up, and good. Nice play by Paige Kirby at both ends. Got the steal, went wire to wire, now has nine points. 43 to 28, 320 to go in the game. Beisel finds some room into the paint, drives in, has it partially deflected by Miller, and they'll come out of there with a basketball. Camille Fischel with her fourth rebound, up to Kirby again. Wild shot at the hoop, no good. Rebound brought down by Brooke Guthrie, her eighth. It's a track meet right now. Abby Quadhammer pulls up from ten. It's good. And the final timeout of the game will be used right here by Wilcox Hildreth. With 2.59 remaining in the game, I have them as their last timeout. It is 43-30. Axtell leads it here in the Fort Carney Conference Tournament. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Again, a big thank you to Casey Loomis and Ricky Westland and all the folks here at Pleasanton for their hospitality and all the fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. Coming up next, Pleasanton and Amherst here at Pleasanton. And it will not start on time. This has been a long game, and we still have three minutes to go. Again, on the other side, it was Elm Creek 70, Loomis 52. They're about ready to tip off Overton and Elwood. Foul in the backcourt on Abby Quadhammer. She has just fouled out of the basketball game. Abby with all six of her points in the second half. Five rebounds, one block shot. She will leave us with 2.55 remaining in the game. And at the line to shoot the one-and-one Camille Fischel. She has been there six times, hit it four of them. This free throw, no good. Fight for the rebound. It's an offensive rebound. Erica Bertrand puts it back up. It's no good. Beisel will grab the board here for Wilcox Hildreth. Up to Brooke Quadhammer, right down the middle of the floor, all the way in. Dribbles it off the leg of an Axtell Wildcat. Gets it back. Out to Beisel for the three. It's no good. Offensive put back by Marsh. It's no good. And Axtell has it in traffic with Emmy Nickel, and they just can't quit fouling. I mean, it is amazing. Wilcox Hildreth had four girls around Nickel, and they couldn't get her tied up, and they couldn't get her trapped. They just keep reaching, and that gives two free throws at the other end. We're in the double bonus both ways with 2.33 to go. It's the fourth foul on Brooke Quadhammer. And at the line, Emmy Nickel to shoot two. First one is no good. I guess this would be a good place for the Red Cross to set up tonight. It is one of those type of games. Haven't had to use that one for a long time, but now it's just about entertaining Brad Nelson. That's all it's about. I mean, it's just a weird game. This game has never been in the second half in contention. I mean, it's always been double digits for Axtell, but we've got 20-plus fouls in both halves. And the poor kids just can't get anything to go in the hoop. 
Second free throw is no good, and the rebound will be brought down by Brooke Guthrie. Up the floor on the sprint, they'll get it to Quadhammer. Backs up into the corner to set off back. Right elbow now, Quadhammer's open, fakes the three, and they just cannot let a foul go. A reach-in foul on Camille Fischel, that's her fourth. And at the line to shoot two will be Brooke Quadhammer. She's 0 of 2. She does have seven points. She's had a nice game off the bench tonight for the Falcons and Coach Whipke. Free throw is on the way. It's no good. Wilcox Hildreth only has one game remaining, and that is next Tuesday at Overton. The Axtell girls have two games remaining, both winnable at Elwood and Southwest next Friday and or Thursday and Friday. Or Friday and Saturday, excuse me. Free throw is up. No good by Brooke Quadhammer. Rebound brought down by Erica Bertrand. Another foul called. And it's going to be on Brooke trying to follow her shot. She is fouled out of the game. She is the second Wilcox Hildreth Falcon to foul out. Both the quad hammers, seven points, six rebounds. Ironically, it was Axtell that had more of the fouls in the first half. And Erica Bertrand will shoot two free throws, and the first one is good. 44-30, 2.22 remaining. Second free throw is up, and it's no good. Bridget Beisel will get her sixth rebound of the half. Axtell still pressuring the ball up by 14. They knock it out of bounds. I'm sure the radio announcer is not the only one that would like to see the clock run for 10 consecutive seconds. Just 10. Just 10. Beisel to throw the ball in. Right in front of the Wilcox-Hildreth bench. In between the circles to sat off. Back, back to Beisel. Wilcox-Hildreth has subbed in Lillian Pistulka. Pistulka has it over the left wing. Trying the three, sat off. Back, it is off the mark. No good. Ball goes out of bounds to Axtell. 2.04 remaining. The New West postgame show will be coming up. 44-30. Axtell with the lead. And throwing it in will be Madison Eckhoff. Don't forget the Nebraska men taking on Wisconsin tonight, 8 o'clock on the breeze, 94.5. Kirby brings the ball up the floor, guarded closely by Marsh. Back up between the circles, gets it to Nickel. Nickel drives right side into the corner. Back out on the wing to Cedarburg. Top of the circle to Kirby. It looks like Wilcox Hildreth will clear the bench at the next stoppage of play. And a foul going to be called on Skylar Marsh out here at the 26-foot line. That'll be her third. And two free throws now. Coming up for Paige Kirby. She is just two of six at the line. And the first one here is no good. And in for Wilcox Hildreth, Natalie Billington, along with Shelby Hort and Claire Van Lanningham. So everybody suited up is going to get into the ball game. The Falcons have been battling a lot of illness, but everybody was here tonight. And just a struggle here the last three weeks. Let's see if they can figure it out before the postseason. Problem is you wanted to get two more games this week. And now you won't get those. Second free throw, Kirby, around and out, no good. And the rebound brought down by Natalie Billington. Up the floor come the Falcons. Let's see if some of the new faces can do something here. Shelby Hort gives it off to Pistolka. Pistolka back right side to Billington, back to Lillian. She'll drive it into the paint, underneath the hoop, have it tipped away. And a foul going to be called underneath the hoop as Ekhoff makes the steal. And we'll walk to the other end to shoot free throws as Pistolka, who lost the ball and tried to get it back, will be called for the foul. 
And Eckhoff has not been to the line yet this evening. Free throw is on the way and good. Three points for Madison. 45-30, and now Axtell will go a little deeper onto their bench. Here comes Abigail Snell along with Harper Wells and Katrina Club into the ball game for Coach Willicott. 129 remaining, 45-30 Axtell. Second free throw, Eckhoff. Off the heel, no good. Then the rebound will come down to Billington again for Wilcox Hildreth. Gives it off to Pistolka across the timeline, right side. Billington outside the arc. Tries a little give and go with Pistolka. In the paint, same thing. Lost the basketball, then tries to shuffle it out to her teammate, but out of bounds it goes for the 25th turnover of the evening for Wilcox Hildreth. Now here comes J.C. Smith, freshman, along with Jaden Robinson, freshman for Axtell. Axtell will be 11-7. Wilcox Hildreth will be 10-9. And And Axtell, this will be their sixth consecutive win going into the conference semifinals. So maybe a slow start to the season under the new head coach, Alyssa Wilcott, but they got it going now. And they have the basketball with a minute to go here in the game. Abigail Snell on the right elbow. Gives it off right side for Club. Club tries to get it into the paint. It's down on the floor. We're going to get a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Wilcox Hildreth. 56 seconds to go. This report just in, a chunk of coal has turned to a diamond in the amount of time this game has lasted here tonight at Pleasanton. 48 seconds to go. Right corner with it is Billington. Drives in, tries to find some room. Now kicks it back out. Tipped out of bounds by Abigail Snell. But we're so glad you're along with us. Uh, Wilcox just could never get closer than the 10 points here in the second half as they fire it inside to Claire Van Lanningham. Turnaround jumper is off the iron. No good. And the rebound will be won this time by Jaden Robinson. She's going to get out of there with it for Axtell. 28 seconds to go. Top of the circle with it is Wells. On the left wing to Snell. Snell to the top of the key to J.C. Smith. Just kind of spreading it out here. They're not intentionally running the clock out, but they are holding the ball, and they could if they wanted to. Harper Wells. Final 10 seconds running off the clock, and this one is over. Fort Kearney Conference, girls quarterfinals, Axtell 45, Wilcox held with 30. We'll head to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy. Carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bentley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. 
The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout Central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Time now for the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Here's a look at the final numbers now for Wilcox Hildreth. They had five players score in a basketball game. Bridget Beisel, 3.7 rebounds. Brooke Quadhammer, 7.6 rebounds. Rebecca Sadoff Beck, one rebound. Abby Quadhammer, six points, five rebounds and a block. Brooke Guthrie, eight points, a game-high nine rebounds, two blocks. Carly Roop, six points, four rebounds. Natalie Billington, two rebounds. And Skylar Marsh, four rebounds. 13 points in the first half and 15, or excuse me, 17 in the second half. 30 points, 38 rebounds, nine out of 21 from the free throw line, one of 12 from three-point land, three blocks, 25 turnovers. It was just not the Falcons' night. They fall to 10 and nine and have one game left, and that's next Tuesday at State Rated Overton. We'll look at the final numbers for Axtell right after this. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed, seed the right seed. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. 
Back on the New West Post Game Show. Here's a look at the unofficial final numbers tonight for Axtell. They had eight players score. Kaylee Trampy, four points, three rebounds. Erica Bertrand, three points, five rebounds. Paige Kirby, nine points, five rebounds. Madison Eckhoff, three points, three rebounds, and a block. Then you slide down to Caitlin Callen, seven points and a rebound. Morgan Miller, a rebound. Emmy Nichols, seven points, five rebounds. Camille Fischel led the way with ten points, four rebounds and a block. Nicole Cedarberg, two points, a team-high eight rebounds. And Jaden Robinson had a rebound. Twenty-five points in the first half, 20 in the second half. And Axtell finishes with 45 points, 36 rebounds. They were just 11 of 27 at the free throw line, including two of 11 in the fourth quarter. One, excuse me, two of 11 from three-point land, two blocks, 18 turnovers, but Axtell wins their sixth in a row to get to 11-7, 45-30 over Wilcox-Hildreth, and they will play the Pleasanton-Amherst winner at 6 o'clock Thursday night at the Viero Event Center here on our ESPN 1460 radio stations, where tonight Overton and Elwood are already underway in their second semifinal. Elm Creek beat Loomis 70-52. We'll take a final break, wrap it up after this. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk with the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small-town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Final score once again, Axtell 45 and Wilcox held with 30. Again, on uh, the Overton side of this bracket, Elm Creek beat Loomis 70-52. to Overton and Elwood playing right now on ESPN 1460. We'll be back in about 10 minutes to get you the starting lineup for Amherst and Pleasanton. This has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. New West is here to get you back to it no matter what the activity is. Schedule your appointment today. We'll take a quick break. Keep it here for more FKC basketball on Classic Hits. 
Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. The proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.